This is Indirect Kick. Hello, Indirect Fam. We are back. I'm in a better mood. Unfortunately, um, one of our 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 uh, our podcast hosts couldn't make it today. He's running scared. Um, Brian's here. Brian's not scared. He's never scared. He doesn't have a team, so he's not scared. Um, hey guys. But Greg, Greg didn't want to show up. Face the music. I came on here when we lost to Liverpool, and I I I, I faced the music. I I I talked it out. I but Greg, you know he's running scared. Um, you know talking about his music. Which should be coming out soon, um, but you know, I mean, it might be a short episode. All I really had was just roasting Greg for like an hour, but so that, that has to be cut. But um, yeah, Brian, how you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Yeah, that's good. Um, I guess we should probably start with some sad news. Um, we should at least mention uh, Emiliano's uh, Salo's miss- missing plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So. Salah was uh, transferring from uh, Nantes to um, to Cardiff City. Um, he was transferring to, uh, to Cardiff City. He went back to Nantes to talk to. He's a Brazilian midfielder. Um, he went to back to talk to his um, to to say bye to his teammates. Uh, and he was flying back to Cardiff to like finalize the deal and get in training. And his plane went missing over somewhere over France, I believe. And, yeah, I think uh, it was the English Channel somewhere. Okay, yeah, and they've been looking for him for like about a week. They kind of just called off the search. So I mean, they haven't officially like declared him like dead. Um, but you know, it's just a sad situation. Um, hopefully they find him. Um, and you know, thoughts and you know, our thoughts are with them and the family. And uh, Cardiff had like a really nice message. I don't know if you saw that where they were like. Like we never saw you play, we never saw you score, but we love you forever more. They had like a big sign outside the stadium, so hopefully this, you know, hopefully it's not a, a sad ending that it seems like it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. Um. Sorry, what was it for? Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Good news. We're going to talk good news. Yeah, pivoting to good news. Yeah. Um. This is a very tasteful pivot. Um. But uh. Yeah, so uh, Americans abroad. We have an. Uh, I think we talked about it last time that Tim Weah. I think before it was official, we talked Tim Weah, um, American uh, son of George Weah, um, is transferred from PSG or is loaned to, uh, from Celtic from PSG. Um, he finally has played with PSG uh, with Celtic. He's played two games, scored twice, kind of in a similar way. Uh, one in the league, one in the uh, in the Scottish uh, Cup. So it seems like it's still in pretty well so far. I think. Um, I'm glad he's somewhere where he can get a lot of playing time, and and Celtic's a pretty high fo- high profile team. Believe it's not like they sent him to the middle of nowhere. No, and Celtic is going to score goals, obviously, right in the Scottish league. And so. you know he's going to probably win things with Celtic just because they they win everything in Scotland. That's true too. So that'll be. I mean, it's always cool to win a trophy, no matter where it is. And then we've got another American moving this. Uh, Winter transfer window too, mm-hmm. right? We've got Chris Richards just came out today. I saw, or maybe yesterday. He's an 18 year old defender. 
he's moving to Bayern Munich's first team. I believe he was on loan at FC Dallas for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he was with FC Dallas's youth team too for a bit. But yeah, so more Americans moving to Germany, playing in Germany. Seems to be the place to be if you're a young American. Yeah, uh, Germany, Germany, loves, Germany loves Americans. Yeah, seems that way, man. It's good. Um, yeah, so that, that's good. It seems like, uh, you know, it seems like most of the national team from now on is going to probably be European-based. Yeah, it seems that way. I know a lot of the American-based players are right now at the January camp. We'll probably talk about that more mm-hmm. when we get closer to the U.S.'s first game. Greg Berhalter's first game in mm-hmm. a couple of few few weeks from now. Okay, yeah. Because I know like the camp was mostly like MLS guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That wouldn't well, make sense because you know they're in the off season. Yep. Um. Yep. So. Last, well, we're gonna talk about like transfers, but last kind of bit of news is uh, Thierry Henry. You know, you know, he's a legend. You know, I love Thierry Henry. He's like the reason that I like soccer. Um. He's not a great manager, um, or at least he was in a bad situation, we'll say. Um, uh, he just got sacked for – well, he got suspended, which I don't even – I never – That's such, such a, have you heard of that? Getting suspended while they decided they were going to fire? That's so, that's so weird. Why didn't they just, like, fire him, like, this morning? But then they – I mean, they did end up sacking him. Yeah, but it, it wasn't even like they took, like, a day. They was, like – they it was, like, a few hours later they decided uh-huh. to fire him. So, like, if you pretty much do you're going to fire him, just fire him or wait until you actually know. Yeah, it would seem strange. It seems strange, but – I guess maybe they didn't want him to be there for their next game. I don't know exactly when they play next. I probably assume this weekend sometime. But I mean, yeah. he hasn't been doing a great job, like you mentioned. So yeah, it's um, not a huge surprise. Yeah, I have. He's been there twenty games. His win uh, wins is one, uh, five wins, four draws, eleven losses. Uh, they're nineteenth in league, uh, and they were second last year, and they won the year before that. So it's like a real big drop. And they've had they had problems before Henri got there. It's not necessarily all his fault. Um, they pretty much sold their whole team. Um, so maybe they shouldn't do that anymore. Maybe they should keep young players around. Yeah, you would think. But, I mean, it's a strategy they've used in the past, and it's worked out. But yeah. it hasn't worked out this time for yeah. whatever reason. Um, they just need to not get relegated, and maybe they'll just do the same thing again. Yep, yep. We'll see what happens, man. Okay, so transfers. All right. Um, yep. Which one do you want to hit first? We'll do uh we'll do the one that's most relevant to this this podcast. Um, All right, Gonzalo Higuain is officially a Chelsea player. How does the that make you feel? Socket is over finally. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Um, Gonzalo Higuain is a guy who like Arsenal wanted forever, and then that never happened. Yeah, well, Arsenal has a lot of those, so yeah. Which means he's going to do great for Chelsea. I mean, I think he will do a pretty good job. I don't know if he's – he's not the long-term solution for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. But he scored a lot of goals under Maurizio Sarri at Napoli a couple of years ago. I believe he actually has the Serie A record for most goals in the season. He scored 30-some mm-hmm. a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. So he has a track record of scoring under Sarri, so that's good. Um He's famously not good in the clutch, but uh, he's still a good striker. 
great striker, I would actually. And I think he's going to do a pretty good job at Chelsea. We'll see what happens, though. Um, next transfer is uh, of what's his name? Uh, uh, what's uh, Frankie? Frankie de Jong? Yeah. Okay, I just want to try to throw a little Dutch accent on there. Yeah. Um, he just signed. He just signed a deal for the summer. Uh, with Barcelona, um, for about eighty-five euro, million euros, I believe. Um, he could, it was an insane amount of money. Yeah. Well, I I was listening to um, I was listening to something on ESPN FC, and they just said it's kind of like the money is insane because like basically they just wanted to like get him before somebody else did, so they just like threw a ridiculous oh, yeah. amount of money at it. He was gonna go somewhere. This transfer, either this. January or in the summer, and he's going to go there for a lot of money. I know there were a lot of teams like your Manchester Uniteds, your PSG was the big one, Mm -hmm. was the other team that I think really wanted him. He seems to be from what everybody is saying, who is much more knowledgeable about young players than me, basically a sure thing. Mm -hmm. He's only got five caps for the Netherlands, Mm -hmm. five appearances for the Netherlands, but they're all against good teams, and he's looked like the best player on the field. Right. I didn't remember specifically it was either for Spain or Germany. He played, I think it was Germany. He was like the best midfielder on the, on the pitch there. So at 21, so he's going to do well. I'm fairly confident at Barcelona and it continues Barcelona's long streak of having quality Dutch players there. Yes. That's, that is history. true. That is true. Yes. Um, What's the next one I wanted to talk about? Oh, uh, another Barcelona one. Just sticking with Barcelona. Uh, Kevin Prince uh, Boateng is now oh, a Barcelona yeah. player um, from Sassuolo. Uh, we, uh, this is a loan, I believe, for the rest of the year. How do you feel about that one? Well, they need Barcelona needed somebody sort of to be a backup kind of guy. I know mm-hmm. they were looking at Carlos Vela, actually, for a little bit. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I heard about that. Because they needed somebody who would be willing to be a backup, who had a track record of scoring goals, mm-hmm. and they could get for cheap. And Kevin Prince Boateng kind of fits that bill. He's not quite the same player as Carlos Vela, who's more of an, uh, a striker winger guy, and Kevin Prince Boateng's more of a uh, attacking midfielder type. Mm-hmm. But uh, they got him for like you said, it was a loan, so I don't think they paid much. I think it was like a million dollars or something like that. Yeah. He's been all over the place, I tell you, Kevin Prince Boateng. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think this is a stopgap, but when they needed Barcelona. All right, so, okay. So you're you're not, like, laughing at the move like a lot of people are. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't think this is a bad move at all. All right. Um, last one that I really want to talk about is, um, this one isn't official yet, but, um, uh, Morata from Chelsea. This is a, a official, like, indirect kick transfer. Uh, right. Going from Chelsea to Atletico Madrid. Um, basically done, especially because the the Iguain, uh, um deal is done. So that's pretty much going to happen. Um, how do you feel about this move? Well, he definitely needed to, to leave Chelsea, Morata. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea has a way of swallowing up and spitting out strikers um, and Murata never really made it work at Chelsea and it became sort of painful honestly 
watching him out there. He never he never looked comfortable, and his confidence was shot pretty early. Mm-hmm. So he needs a change of scenery. I think Atletico Madrid, obviously, a really good team. I don't know if it's going to work, to be honest, but I'm just glad he's getting another shot at a good team. And he needed to get away from Chelsea. And it's probably good that he, he's gone back to Spain. You know, he's gone kind of back home. Um, is he from Madrid? I know he played for Real Madrid, but is he from Madrid? You know, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, but still, he's like going to probably a place that he's more comfortable with. That'll probably help like him. Just yeah, getting out of Chelsea. Um, you know, Mosala didn't do too well with Chelsea. Um, Lukaku couldn't get on the field with Chelsea, so you know maybe it's just like they, he needs to a new place of scenery. Mm-hmm. We got I got one more transfer that I want to talk about real quick. If you have any, if you don't have any more, no, that's, yeah, you can go. Go ahead. All right, I got one more transfer. Uh, Christoph Piatek, the I believe he's Polish. Uh-huh. Sounds Polish. I played with him on uh, on FIFA. He is now at AC Milan, mm-hmm. which is Gonzalo Higuain's old team. Even though he was on loan at AC Milan, he was with Juventus, and now he's at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And so this Piatek move, he was at Genoa. This sort of set this whole thing in motion. He moved from Genoa to AC Milan, and then Gonzalo Higuain can move from Milan to Chelsea, and now Morata can move from Chelsea to uh, Atletico Madrid. So, Piatek, I think he was second in the, the scoring charts in Italy right now. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you're scoring for Genoa, you probably can score for AC Milan. So, it'll be interesting to see how he does yeah, um, as well. So, we've played striker merry-go-round this January. Yeah, it's kind of like um, the... Um... The Aubameyang, uh, Giroud, uh, uh, Betchwai deal, where it's kind of like they kind of, kind of a swap, and then you know they basically all kind of chained together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. Um, what's his name again? Uh, P- uh, Piatek. Yeah. P- um, yeah. He's in the. This is not the scientific way of determining if he's good, but he. <laughs> there's a like they give you like loan te- packs for like. Um, for like the best young players, and he's in that pack. There um, you go. I think he's he's not that young. He's like twenty four, twenty five. Oh, okay. I assumed he was like maybe like his early twenties. Okay. Um, but yeah, it seems like that's probably gonna. Um, hopefully, that seems like a good move for them. They got it like younger. You know. They definitely got younger. Which yeah. AC Milan is is young now. They used to, for for a long time. AC Milan was always like the old team, mm-hmm. but not anymore. They're all very young. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah, that's the that's it with transfers then. Yep. Well, Chase Fabregas, uh, Chase Fabregas uh, went to Monaco. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. We thought we were gonna have a Henri uh, Fabregas reunion, but it did not happen, or it kind of happened for like a day. For like one game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's it with transfers. Um. We have to talk about some DC United. Yeah. Yeah. Briefly. We'll- Talk about the uh, the new TV deal. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Not we're not talking about a, a player deal. We're talking about a TV deal. Well, technically not a TV deal. Um, DC United games locally will be on Flow Sports. Yeah, would you tell the the audience what exactly Flow Sports is? Um, Flow Sport is a streaming service. I know, kind of know what they. I knew what they are before because they do a lot of like 
stuff with like wrestling and like MMA. So I kind of am familiar with them. I mean, I never like use the product, but I know they'll host like wrestling events or like stuff like that on their service. But it's basically a streaming service like ESPN Plus or like BR Live. Um, so you have to pay per month. Um, it's like thirteen bucks normally, um, but they lowering they're lowering it to eight bucks for like DC United customers or like people in the DC area. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know how you feel about the how do you feel about the deal? I'll let you go first. Well, I think it's bad, basically. Yeah. It's not, not a good move for DC United. I mean, maybe they're getting more money directly from Flow Sports than they were from, I want to say it was like Channel 8. Yeah, and that was a that was really bad. I thought the Channel 8 deal was really bad. This is even worse. Yeah. I mean, you're trying to grow the sport in your area. Why would you take it off cable and make it harder for... Well, the, the thing is, they're not the only. Your games. They're not the only MLS team to go exclusively on the, online. Oh, really? Yeah, I know LAFC is on YouTube TV. Um, I uh, Seattle, I think, has a TV deal, but they like sign like they're on to watch it online. You have to like sign up with like ESPN or something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, but they're not. I think this is this is well. Streaming in general is just like the future of entertainment. Yeah, but the wave it, of the future. But it just doesn't seem like MLS should be in the forefront of that, considering like, you know, they have trouble getting people to watch their games as it is. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I'm, I'm skeptical of this move, but I'm probably not going to get Flow Sports. Yeah, I already, I bit the bullet and I got an ESPN Plus subscription. I'm not like, there's too many things to subscribe to. I'm not subscribing to another thing. Yeah, it's just, yeah, there's too many. I mean, also, uh, soccer streams is dead on Reddit. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> uh, but we'll there we'll figure we'll figure out a way. Um, so yeah, oh, that's yeah. yeah the, um, not oh, well. Also on DC United, Wayne Rooney said there is like basically said MLS Cup are bust. So we're talking that talk. I like that. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I know they're back in training. Yeah, they were training at um the St. James, which is in like it's like this new fancy training center in like Springfield. Uh, really? Yeah, I've been there. That's for sure. Check it out, maybe. Yeah, I've seen like advertisements for. It. I guess they're doing it as like a promotion or something. But yeah, they're training like that's like not far from where like my parents' house is actually. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we can move on to the the main event of the evening. All right. Yeah. Um, Your team. My team. Um, I was very negative about my team. Um, we lost to West Ham, um, and you know we lost. Bad doing it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. We lost one nothing. We're usually like, oh, one nothing. You like, you know, it's probably just that's fine. Whatever. You just let in one goal. No, we got dominated by West Ham. We were lucky we didn't lose by more. <laughs> um, so I came in as not very confident, and I guess I wasn't really paying attention to Chelsea as much because they also kind of suck. Yeah, Chelsea is going through some things right now. Yeah, uh, and Sari seems really fed up. Uh, well, we should probably talk about the score. So Arsenal won two nothing. Pretty much wrapped it up at, the, at by halftime. Um, uh, yeah, Alpha first it was like a nine minute uh, Lacazette goal, where he's like a really good goal, where he like in like an impossible angle, where he put it like really like top corner, like right right there. Um, yeah, he beat it. He beat Kepa, the Chelsea goalie. On his near post, right. after it was a, it was it was like a short corner situation, uh-huh. and Bellerin crosses it 
into the box. And we can talk about Bellerin in a second. Oh, yeah, I have a lot of things to say about that. Um, and he crosses it, Bellerin crosses it into the box. And in one fluid motion, Lacazette traps the ball and simultaneously rotates his body. He was facing away from goal, and he's by the time he's trapped the ball, he's turned with it, the same motion. And he takes, I think, a couple of dribbles and then just blasts it past Keppa before Keppa even realizes that he shot the ball. Right. It's a really nice goal. Yeah, um, the second goal was not as nice. It was kind of like an accident. Um, still counts, though. It still counts the same, but um, it basically came off uh, Koscielny, who had a great game just uh, overall. Um, it just came off his shoulder and kind of fell on the goal. But And, um, and you know, Koscielny, so the reason that, that Arsenal had a corner is Koscielny has an insanely good header that Kepa saves. Mm-hmm. He hits it out, or he knocks it out for a corner, and then that corner leads to the first goal. So he's sort of involved in the first goal too. Yeah, he had a great like overall. That was like his best overall game since he came back from injury. Um, yeah, so um, I think um, this is Emery's best eleven. I don't know, like necessarily the formation is going to stay the same because you know he likes to tinker. But I think these are the best eleven guys, which is unfortunate because Bellerin. Towards ACL, MCL. I think it's AC, I think it's ACL. Which ones are they? They're both in your knee, right? They're both, yeah, down there. Okay. Um. Anyway, he's out for the season. He has to get like surgery. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Um. So it's really I. This is so we have like the transfer rumors. It's all like these midfielders, which is like there's even a rumor that we might get Hamas Rodriguez, which I would be ecstatic for. But it's like we kind of need like another right back. Um. Because it might be Lichsteiner time again. He, you just see the difference between like just this being like the ten years and age of just like Bellerin is so important to the what we do in attack. Um, you know, he got the obviously he got the assist on the Lacazette goal, and you know we did we looked really uh, for the first time in a while looked really like we had like a really good defensive shape. Uh, I think the combina- the best our best cornerback pairing is definitely Koscielny and Socrates. Um, I was pretty critical of, of Socrates, but I think when he's partnered with like someone who like isn't Mustafi, um, like he's better. Like you know, Koscielny obviously a very experienced center back, so he more gives him um, you know more instruction. And you know, they it was like one of our best defensive games, which is partially because Chelsea is kind of a mess right now. But we we're also a mess, so no excuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as I mean the biggest advantage to having Koscielny in is that means Mustafi is not on the field. Yeah, he's not, like, attacking someone's legs. Yeah. And then, um, well, the other problem for Arsenal, if I, I know they just won 2-0 against the Chelsea team, so they had a big win, but they're they're losing Aaron Ramsey here fairly soon. Well, well. they're losing, that whole thing is, oh my god, okay, why did you bring that up? Why would you bring, (laughs) that's fine. Um, Yeah, so, Aaron Ramsey is going to Juventus next year on a free transfer. How are we not giving you money for him? This oh, re- oh, so he's going next year. Okay. okay yeah, he's not living in this. He, but the deal's basically done. But we're not getting any money for him. And there's a rumor that William was going to leave Chelsea for like $50 million or 50 million pounds. 
how how can we not get like a like ten million dollars for Aaron Ramsey? Every time Aaron Ramsey plays, he plays still plays hard, even though he's basically gonna leave. And he's like always like he's one of our best midfielders. I don't understand how we couldn't get any money for him. That's ridiculous. It just it was this whole thing was we knew that Aaron Ramsey was gonna leave like this summer. We basically knew that they weren't gonna give him the money that he wanted. And he wanted to leave, and he wanted to try like somewhere out outside of England, so uh, or outside of the UK, I should say, because he's Welsh. Um, but but so I don't understand how we couldn't get a little bit of money for him. That's what it really pisses me off. <laughs> well, it's, I, sorry I brought it up. No, it's cool. I mean, I he's but... he's handled the situation really respectfully. Uh, Aaron Ramsey is a club legend. He basically won us at least one FA Cup. So, I mean, I have a lot of respect for Aaron Ramsey. So, it, it's sad for me to see him go in general, but it, I just it's also annoying that we just like bungled the situation so badly. Our head of recruiting also left. I don't know if you heard about that. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. He's going to Bayern Munich. Is he really? Yeah, I think yeah, I think so. Oh. Um, so yeah, we're not it's not going great in the front office. But at least the Rams are in the Super Bowl. That's true. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Something good for Stan Kroenke. Um, Chelsea, um, they desperately yeah. need. Uh, we kind of talked about Iguain who need help. They desperately need someone like him. We need. They need. It's like a solid striker. Um, right, because they've been playing Hazard as a striker, mm-hmm. false nine situation, and it's. I mean, Hazard is insanely good, and so he can make it kind of work. Mm-hmm. But it's not his best spot, and having a central striker, and Higuain is not a he's he's a, he's in the he's an in the box guy. He's not going to be dropping back to like pick up the ball and start things. I mean, he's, he's like a be, better version of uh, uh, Giroud, I guess. Yeah, not a better looking version, but a, like a better like player. The thing about Higuain is he he does a good job of making the players around him better. Mm-hmm. And, which is something they need, Chelsea, because, yeah, Chelsea, I don't know what their deal is. They have a lot of talent, obviously, and Sorry has a good track record, but he had some weird comments about uh, the players not playing hard or not having the right qualities the other day yeah he really laid into him you're doing it like you're doing it like a service like he was like really like like he was like really pissed off yeah i think he said it in italian too he didn't he didn't even say it in english that's all like he was like i want to make sure like what i have to say gets said he said it like he said it in italian that's right he said he said they were extremely difficult to motivate which is sort of a weird yeah, and that's almost a little indictment on you as a coach, to be honest. I would not admit that out loud if I was a coach. Not to the yeah. media, at least. Yeah, because, I mean, he does know he coaches Chelsea, right? A team that has an owner who's famous for just chopping and changing managers like it's nothing. I guess he I'm didn't get sure the... I, I, I guess he didn't get the brochure on that. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, it's very, uh, it's pretty clear that he does not have the players that he needs for to implement his system. Um, well, you say that, but they spent a ton of money on Jorginho, who's like his boy. Uh-huh. And I don't know, there was the stat going around 
I don't know if you saw, there was a stat going around about Jorginho. He's got like more passes than any Premier League player this season. But mm-hmm. He's got no goals and he's got no assists so far. Yeah. In the Premier League, you'd think that you know he's passed it so many times, at least one would accidentally almost lead to a goal. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, well, at least in terms of like they desperately need a striker. I. So we saw what happened. So. The League Cup semifinal happened today, which is two legs for some reason. I, I hate the League Cup, but um, I don't know why it's two legs in the semifinals. But um, and we kind of saw was like if you just put like a real striker in the middle, it kind of changes everything. And to be fair, like Spurs is very weakened with their injuries, but you know, just having Giroud, who you know, Gonzalo, you know, I love Olivier Giroud, but. Gonzalo Higuain is like much better than him, so just having him in the middle is going to probably change things. I think it's 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 the like kind of shot in the ass that they need. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. We'll see how much uh, difference it makes because the fight for that top four has gotten a lot tighter all of a sudden. Yeah, but it's also one spot might be open if you think about it. Potentially. Yeah, but also, I mean, they did. Spurs did win on Saturday. No, Spurs are looking vulnerable as well. No, but I mean, they did win on a game that they probably shouldn't have won. They true, got, true, true. Yeah, so that That's helps. True. But I mean, so looking at the standings, um, and I have a, I, I'm going to go back to Arsenal in a minute because I have asked you a question. Um, okay. Looking at the standings, um, you know, um, so Tottenham's at 51, Chelsea's at 47. Arsenal's at 44 and Man United are at 44. Um, it's, I thought it was probably going to be three, uh, one spot, three teams for one spot, but I think it might be three teams for two spots or four teams for two spots. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Cause like, well, they do have a bit of a lead. So that's, that's what's kind of good. So if they could just kind of sustain this. So, we should probably give it that context for people. So Harry Kane, Deli Ali, did somebody else get hurt? I know somebody else got hurt. Son is in at the, like Asian, Asian games. Um, they they are probably rooting for Qatar. They're playing Qatar in the semifinal, like or whatever round they're in. I know that. I I don't I don't know what round they're, but I know they're playing Qatar. They're probably like the biggest Qatar fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to... any other additional Arsenal takes you need to get off your chest. No, I think I'm good. Um, do you have anything else at the in the uh, the world of soccer you want to like say? Anything to say? Oh, uh, we should mention that Neymar got hurt. Yeah, we should mention Neymar got hurt. Uh, uh, this is sort of Manchester. Since we were talking about Manchester United there for a second, man, it really is sort of coming up uh, good for Manchester United here recently. Mm-hmm. Everything seems to be breaking their way because I think there was a chance that Neymar might miss out on that game against Manchester United, or at least one of them, in the Champions League. Yeah, because uh, he, like, like messed up his ankle. I don't know exactly what, like, I haven't seen, like, how long he's going to be out, but it looks like he's going to at least miss a few games. Um, and when's the Champions League? It's, like, mid-February? Yeah, or maybe the second week of February. Yeah. So, yeah, man, Manchester United... They're definitely uh, things are going their way. Yeah, this is very different than when we we shouldn't have picked like two months in advance because it's like a I lot know, of things I'm change. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I was very strong that Manchester United was going to get spanked. Yeah, I was too. I yeah. And now, basically, since that time, 
they fired Mourinho, and then they, they haven't lost. <laughs> they haven't lost since they fired Mourinho. Um, and you know, they're who they're playing in the Champions League. Best player just got hurt. Yeah, gosh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the kind of expertise you come into indirect kick for. Um, you got anything else, man? Um, no, we can wrap it up. Um, think that uh, I still think the what's the gap in La Liga? Just so we have to at least give a mention to La Liga, so JD doesn't kill us. I know Barcelona's top in the table right now. Yeah, um, and I think they're maybe leading by four. If I yeah, to um, guess. five points. They're forty-six five to forty-two, forty-one. Um, you know, negative Juan Diego has given up, but um, let's. Come on, Letty, make him look dumb for saying that you're not going to win the league. Um, yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think it's definitely still within range yeah, for yeah. Atletico. We'll see. It's a yeah. There's still a long way to go. Yeah, there's a lot of season left. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I think that's that's pretty much it. Um, you want to give a you want to give a Super Bowl pick? Uh, I got to pick the Rams. Okay, um, I don't, Please. I don't want to pick the Patriots, but I think the Patriots are gonna win. I know, I think they are too. Yeah. Um, I know I just picked the Rams, but <laughs> yeah, um, I'll definitely be rooting very hard for the Rams. Yeah, Def- definitely. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, well, um, that'll sum it up. Uh, we'll see if I'm still in this great mood. The next time we record, we'll probably be after, a little after the Man City game. Um, I, don't, I, I doubt I will be, but um, I'm just riding high off my good mood for now. Hey, man, you gotta, you gotta enjoy the highs when you got them, right? That's true, yeah. Because we know I, like, wallow in the lows. Yeah, so you gotta ride high when you can. Yeah, yeah. Well, that about sums it up. Um, we're on um, Instagram, Indirect uh, KickPod, um, on all the things that you listen to the podcast on. Um, and uh, that's about it. Bye. See ya.